baby. What's going on? What's going on? This is ESPN 580 Orlando, and this is the Kevin Sutton Show, getting loud and proud, always crazy. Hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, all under the username Kevin Sutton Show, baby. The Kevin Sutton Show is brought to you by David Moss Volkswagen on Lee Road, where they sell both new and used cars. Come check out their great assortment of used vehicles and new vehicles, and don't forget to come on out to David Moss this Saturday, July 2nd as Kevin will be on the ones and twos and some prizes offered. That's David Moss, Volkswagen on Lee Road, or Orlando North, and always tell me friends at the Kevin Sutton Show sent you. And don't forget to download the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, even Google Play Music. Just make sure you type in Kevin Sutton Show, and for your iPhone and Google Play Music listeners, make sure you leave a rating, review, and definitely don't forget to subscribe. Five stars, baby. Cinco. Oh, yeah. Today in the studios, I got my man, Dr. Phil. Today is Tuesday, baby. My words of wisdom for you all is that they say money never can buy you happiness. But it can buy you a triple cheeseburger. And that's pretty much the same thing. Triple cheeseburger? Mm. (laughs) And I got my girl, Myra, with the ladies' point of view. Yes, indeed. I'm here feeling happy. Let's do this thing. Indeed. Indeed, indeed, indeed. And when you talk about things getting done, you talk about things getting done right. When you talk about a man that's on it all day long, I'm talking about my man, Just Nick in the building. Still not going to freestyle. That was the intro for a freestyle. It was. I'm sorry I couldn't pay off on that for you. Yeah, at least it puts a little bit of reverb on I feel honestly guilty right now, but I'm not going to freestyle. Can you can you at least rap the lyrics to the song? No, because I don't know. You know how the robots do the... Pick it up, back it in. Or what about those ones that where they have, like, um, like Obama, where he does, like, certain words? Oh, yeah. those are always We'll funny. do one for Nick. We'll, we'll record him. We'll take it from all we'll, the shows. We'll have to cut you. We'll cut you, and we'll make you have your own That song. sounds like a project, and if you guys get that done, I commend it. Hey, don't put anything past us. We're the Kevin Sutton Show. Oh, my goodness. Today is a great day. I uh, hope you guys are having a good time out there. Plenty of things have happened in the world as some well. Some sad news in yeah, sports. Some sad news in sports. But I got a feeling that uh, things are going to get down. We got some great people lined up coming for the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Well, tomorrow night, Jimmy Hart right mm-hmm. here on the Kevin mm-hmm. Sutton Show live. For wrestling Wednesdays, Wednesdays, Wednesdays <laughs> on ESPN. You're silly. No, it's not. ESPN, 580 Orlando. <laughs> I like that, though. And uh, <laughs> and then on Thursday, we have uh, Mr. Miyagi's people. <laughs> the Kung Fu kids, uh, the Bayonne family. They're wait, ho- wait, what? The Rewind. Kung Fu pandas. They're Kung Fu pandas. Uh, they've competed in, like, national karate tournaments around the country. And I think they are looking to join the Olympic team. For martial arts as well. Oh, because Myron said Mr. Miyagi. I'm like, uh... Oh, no, he's gone. Well, well <laughs> I, I was... Because uh, in Time Warp Tuesday later tonight, I had something about him. Oh, really? Yes. That he so. owns... Uh, what's, the, what's that place? The Mr. Miyagi? No, what's the, the uh, appliance place? Appliance Direct. No, not that guy. 
You know he's a martial arts master? No, he's not. He because has one eye. Yes, he no, is. he's a third degree, like a fourth yes, degree black is. belt, bro. Then why he keep falling over the appliances and messing up his Because he's hitting himself with the nunchucks. <laughs> But he is. You're, you're lying. I, I, no kid way. You not. I kid you not. I actually met him before. Seriously. He is. It is a fact. <laughs> it's funny. It so is a fact. I'm speechless the whole show. Uh, I'm oh, sorry. Oh, you fight too much. And he's like, oh, yeah? You really? You got a problem with me? And <laughs> jack you up. Wow. That guy's so, a third degree black belt? If you lived here in Florida, you probably remember High Tide Harry's. They mm. used to do those. The, the guys. <laughs> and he had the card lot. And that guy I remember was his belly would shake, and he would shake it. <laughs> you had to live here for a long time. Nick, I don't remember have you those. been here long enough? No, Nick hasn't been here long enough. I don't think so. Anyways, yeah. Nick lives here at ESPN 580 Orlando, where you can text him anytime, 21232, <laughs> or call him at 844-225-5580. Anytime. I'll be here. If I'm not here, it forwards to my cell phone. <laughs> If you're not here, you're on the way here. Can you yes. control the board from your cell phone? No. That would be awesome. That would be really remote, Why do I, why do I need to know how to do that? I'm here. Remote access. <laughs> I want to ask Nick a personal question, but I don't want to put his business out on the air. So yeah, whatever. Just say it's all good. Go ahead. You have a, a girlfriend or I a wife? I do. I have a girlfriend. How does she put she, up with she's it? She's right there. I didn't know if See, she was. <laughs> you, Sonic. He's got three girlfriends. You, Sonic 1. You, Sonic 2. Oh, you're about my monitor. And you, Sonic 3. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's not nice. <laughs> oh, goodness. Nick is young. Nick is young, Nick man. Nick is young, but Nick is, like, time. dedicated to his career. Like, yeah, I'm here. How old are you, Nick? 26. Yeah, man. That's amazing to see that type 26. of dedication. At 26, when Kevin was, was 26, oh, he no, was, like, was, no, jump uh, it up. It was, you were at, at the 20, club. How was at the club? I knew you at 26. Knucklehead? Oh, yeah. Actually, we were you married. You stole my life. We, we were both at the club, actually. I was going to say, she was at the club, too, right? <laughs> no. You stole my life. I stole his youth. <laughs> Well, Myron was in a Shaq video, so she had her dates. Hey, 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 Nick doesn't know about that. I don't. You didn't know about that? She was in a, what, uh, oh, my God. Do you want me to slam it? Do you want me to slam it? Yeah, do you want me to dunk it? She was the one twerking in the corner. I was not twerking. Before twerking was twerking, it was Myron with the lady's point of view. Back in the day, when I was in college, and Shaquille O'Neal went to Valencia Community College when he was here in Orlando, we met, and he asked me if I wanted to be in this video. I said, Sure. Hey, girl, would you, you want to take a dog? I got the video coming over. I'm going to shoot. I'm going to slam some stuff. You want to be in? I did a movie, too. Shazam. <laughs> and Nick, just for the record, back then, Penny Hardaway and Shaq went to Valencia Community College. So they were both together. And I said, sure. Wow. Your video. And they said, okay, we're going to be at the club at 3 o'clock in the afternoon downtown. What's that club? Um, mm, it used to be Have a Nice Day? No, not Roxy. <laughs> Taboo. Have a nice day, taboo. It's been yeah, everything. It's been everything. Zumba or <laughs> yeah, it was Zumba for a while too. Yeah, and so um, sure enough, we were all there at three o'clock, and it was only like fifty of us. But it made it seem like it was five hundred people in there. And the, and the <laughs> nice point was, he was on the stage, you know, doing his rap, and we were like, yeah, and they're like, okay, Shaq's gonna jump on the audience, <laughs> and we said, no. <laughs> Could no. you imagine things you can't do when you're like seven nine? <laughs> yeah. So that was my youth. Well, you guys, um, do you guys know who Delonte West is? Yep. Mm. <laughs> Nick knows. Yep. Yes, sir. Mock. Yeah, real sad story Mock. coming out of it's about Delonte West, because Delonte West is a sad guy. There, there, Miami. There's two, Miami. Two, two stories, actually, about him. One one just resurfaced, but the other one was about probably earlier in February. Mm -hmm. um, an Instagram photo popped up of him with a, a, a guy. He has a cup in his hand. He looks like he's wearing a hospital gown. Yeah, he and, was wearing uh, a hospital gown. Apparently, he left. Um, you know, I work at a hospital. They call that a code echo. 
where somebody yeah. just leaves without he wasn't checking checked out, without out checking out. Yeah. So basically, when the hospital didn't verify his payment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, um, that's the uh, bottom line. We ain't sure you done yet. <laughs> okay. So there's been documented history of a mental illness. Definitely. Mm -hmm. That him. is that is the sad part. And a lot of people have been taking it that he was homeless and all different types of stuff. It's not that he was homeless. He just has some mental uh, uh, difficulties right now that he's dealing with. Well, and can I pause the breaks there? Okay, this guy. Now, we know that mental illness affects lots in our community. It's actually not as shameful as it used to be. But someone at that caliber, sh there should have been someone. To help? To help, to oversee. You've got handlers. I mean, I can understand when you're a regular Joe Smith and you work and... And that's it. But someone with that kind of talent, with that kind of prestige, who let the ball drop on you? Well, I mean, it's kind of a, a, a stigma, especially after the African-American community. Mm -hmm. You know, it's mental illness. Oh, you go to a doctor? Oh, yeah, yeah. You You're weak, you know? Yeah. Um, but he was spotted in, in the news again. And um, we, we can talk about that when we come back. I think we're time to go. But, like, he's a... Uh, he, uh, also, I didn't know that there was a rumor between him and LeBron James' mama, so... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Uh, for those that don't know Delonte West, the teammate of LeBron James, the first go-around in Cleveland. Yeah. So he played in that 2007 finals team that got swept by the Spurs. Yeah. Mm. Mm. We'll be back. Give us that check. Yes, sir. And we're back. And we're back. And we're back. And way back. He's going way back. It could be. Are, nope. we, are we back? Still here. <laughs> so, feeling good, feeling great, and it is that time, baby. So we got to get into this little uh, story a little bit. So we're talking about Delonte West. Delonte West. He's, he's uh, you know, Nick just said it before. He was with the Cavs in the first run, where they got swept by the uh, Spurs. Uh, LeBron James' teammate. There were some rumors that he was uh, had an affair with LeBron James' mom. They didn't really confirm those rumors, but, I mean, that they're there. They also weren't killed. I mean, like, those rumors also weren't dissuaded yeah. too much. Uh, there yeah, was some kind of he, a falling out between Delonte out say, and LeBron. He didn't flat out say no. So, I mean, there's some yeah. big rumors there. But he popped up back in the news today because uh, they, people saw him on the uh, side of the road panhandling with the, a sign. Uh, so it appeared that he was homeless, but he later... Um, went to Twitter and said, no, 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 that's not, that wasn't the case. And I quote here, he says, I was helping a homeless man in my neighborhood that's paralyzed from the neck down. I parked my car and got out to help because it was 90 degrees outside and I was feeling blessed at the moment for just having legs. Wow. Hmm. So, he's had, he has a history of, of bipolar. So Yeah, and I had a friend, uh, his mom had suffered with uh, bipolar. Uh, I, it set it in when she was probably about 50, she started dealing with that. Yeah. And so it was really hard as him being a kid growing up and your mom, he was, she already had him really young. Yeah. I mean, really old, she had him. So, um, okay. So it was, you know, it was hard for him. I think she was actually, it kicked in at 50, but she had him like around 35, 40, 40 yeah. inch. That's tough. But, uh, what and so him seeing his mom deal with those things was really hard. And us as his friends, like, sometimes we would run in the house and she would, like, yell at us. Like, she like, who are you coming in here? Yeah. And so that was, you know, for some someone to know that, hey, there's a professional athlete dealing with these things. Early on, you would think he would have had, like Myra was saying, somebody, somebody to, to help. But yeah, that, just like we said, though, you know, especially, well, athletes, and especially uh, black athletes, it's even harder because, you know, you have the, the stigma, stigma of being weak if you need any help. And, you know, Twitter dragged, dragged this dude. 
because you know oh, the yeah. internet has no remorse for anything they say. No, people so, are saying all types of crazy stuff. So, so I mean, I'm I'm sure he probably wouldn't even respond until he got all those messages. You know, even if he didn't, was well, even if he wasn't helping somebody, even if he was just really out there, and, or even push you deeper into it. And that's yeah, that's that sad part about social media that people can dig into you mm-hmm. and they don't even know. They don't even know you they, first yeah, of don't, all. Don't people even know are how tough. They I mean, and I mean, people are really tough and so judgmental. But don't turn it around on them. Oh no, <laughs> you know. Well, there's like there's like a saying where like, uh, rich, poor people can make fun of rich people, and it's cool. But rich people can't make fun of poor people. Does that make sense? Yes. Same, same thing goes with like skinny people can make fun of fat people, but fat people can't make fun of skinny people. Oh wait, other way around. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, fat people can make fun of skinny, skinny people, people, but skinny, but skinny people yes. can't make because yeah. it, it's an insult. Exactly. It's an insult. Exactly. You know, um, more in the news, um, Pat Summit, like when we mentioned earlier, um, she died today at 64. And um, she is iconic, the pioneer of the women's college basketball who guided the Tennessee Volunteers to eight national titles. Um, this woman was an icon for, yes. for women. And <clears throat> I know I always talk about girl power, but this is the essence. Um, it was even interesting of uh, Peyton Manning, who went to school there, I think it was 94 to 97. Yeah. Said she was an she was an icon back then. I mean, she touched so many lives, and um, she did succumb to early set Alzheimer's uh, back in 2011. Mm. She retired in 2012, and um, it appears that she died peacefully, like in a hospice situation today. It wasn't. She didn't suffer. Her son was with her. She was a mother, a mentor. So many great things that women take on that we don't always know about. Yeah. And it's it's. I'm not bashing men, but a, a lot of women we. You know, our skills and everything we do gets shadowed. You said, and, eight, um, you said eight titles? Yes. Eight. Yeah. Yes. yes. Greatest women's college basketball yeah, coach be... of all time. time. One of the greatest college basketball coaches, men or women, of yeah, all when, time. When there's, a Mount the Mush, there's a Mount Rushmore of college basketball coaches. Yeah, what, Coach if K? she's not on it, she's just her. on the outside looking in, and that's yeah. because people put men's basketball ahead of women's basketball. Yeah. Do you think she could have coached men's? Yes. Yes. Men's yeah. college basketball? Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. And she would have won and and got the respect? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Pat Summit was That'd not the cool. kind of woman that would have not uh, allowed to not be respected. She was a bulldog out there. Oh, yeah. She As was a aggressive. coach, she was aggressive. She had that mile long glare that she would give people on the court that was iconic to Sorry, her. I'm, I'm good it. at that. I'm doing yes. It. She, she was. Just one of the greatest of all time, a class act on the court and off the court, and uh, will be missed and has been missed on, on the college basketball, women's college basketball landscape since she left in 2012 oh, because yeah. you have not seen Tennessee get back to where they were after she left. And yeah. uh, I would say interest in the game did die down a bit, and now you've seen who, who knows what it would look like now. Like UConn has dominated year yeah. in and year out. That would not be the case for sure. Jerry Daniels and I were talking about that today on Live Local and Loud, and Jerry said, I mean, UConn is not winning five straight titles or whatever yeah. with Pat Summit in that game. Of she course. Is, she's dominating. Now, early early onset Alzheimer's, now that that is uh, essentially the same. It's just that you're, you're getting it younger. It, de- it debilitates is, you slowly. Is, there, is, there, is that hereditary or is that something? You know, unfortunately, no tr- there's not enough. No you know. And one thing I do want to point out, this is pretty amazing, 31 consecutive appearances in the NCAA tournament. Oh, of course. Yeah. That is just... I mean, you know, it makes me sad because had she been a man, she would be a household name if she would have, you know, produced like that. She's she's a. I, mean, I wouldn't take it away from being a household name. I would just say that 
it's it's not repetitive. You know what I'm saying? Nick it's not and like I have had this discussion. When it comes to women, for some reason, it's harder to get change. respect in the sports industry, even though we have to work harder, you know, and they're in the in the the, thr the threshold, threshold is so much higher to get to. But um, she will be missed. She will go down in history as woman, one of the best women's basketball coaches. Here's, and, um, here's where she started from, just to throw this out there, because I found this to be a very interesting tidbit that I read on Yahoo Sports today. Mm -hmm. uh, as far as women's basketball has come, and Pat Summon has been a very large part in that with what she did at Tennessee and just out in the community, when Pat Summit was coaching, it was not long after high school girls basketball in parts of the country played six-on-six. Wow. And the way that they played six-on-six, six, three girls played offense, three girls played defense on mm. each team because men did not believe that women could take the strenuous activity. If you just think about the way that they thought wow. about women in sports back then. Mm -hmm. yeah. And Pat Summit wow. picked up the mantle, and of course now the women's game is where it is today, although still not regarded equal to men's college basketball. The interest level is not there. But just think about that. They were playing three-on-three half-court, basically, like when you yeah. walk into the RDV on a Saturday. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. now and now it's a, it's a Division one sport. Title IX is there, and Pat Sloan had a lot to do with that. And, and i got to tell you, can I, can I just wrap right. up with this? Sure. <clears throat> this is pretty impressive. Two medals, one in the Olympics, seven NCAA Coach of the Year awards, eight national champions, 12 Olympians coached at Tennessee, 18 Final Four appearances, 21 number of All-American coached, 31 NCAA tournament appearances, 38 seasons coaching the Lady Vols, wow. 112 NCAA tournament wins, 841 career winning percentage, 1,098 career victories, $8,900 was her first salary she earned at Tennessee, and from 2008 to 2009 she earned $1.4 million. She started wow, wow. at 8,900. Was a grad assistant. The coach left unexpectedly. They just gave her the job. That's wow. insane, right? Now you said over a thousand wins. Not yep. that many. Maybe what a handful of coaches that even reached that. Pinnacle, but then there, right? there would be the argument that would fall in is that the How competition isn't as strenuous uh, in women's basketball compared to men's uh, basketball. So then there's not, not as great of teams. The the roster is lighter, and so they say, oh, it's easy wins. But I, I don't. I don't think so. I think oh, you're, you're talking about the level of competition. Yeah, the level that, of competition. Well, that's definitely true. Yeah. I mean, women's basketball is very top heavy when you look at the game now and you look at the game throughout the past. But still, you you got to win those games. Yeah. You got to continue to build the program. And, and Pat Summit with eight national titles as well. She beat the teams that were not good, and she beat the teams that were good. There was uh, one thing in there about um, about her. There's a young lady when we were talking about homeless. Mm -hmm. Her name is Shy Larue. She was actually one of the top ACC uh, bas women's basketball players mm -hmm. throughout the nation, one of the top 25 drafts picks, and she's homeless. Really? Yeah, she's actually homeless. And then there was a, a quote, Pat Summit called her one of the most impressive freshmen in the country. And uh, she got 27th overall in 2003 draft, and she's living homeless right now. Now she's homeless? Yeah, she's homeless. Jeez. That doesn't make it. Sense. Uh, so that you know, there's it, it does because women's basketball players do not get paid nearly the same that men do, uh, especially if they stay in the United States. The WNBA does not pay nearly what the NBA does, and if you want to make more money, and it's why some of the best women's professional players 
They play overseas in Greece. They get paid more. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not doubting the pay, the level of pay. I'm down. I, I have serious issues when these athletes are broke and homeless. That just doesn't make sense when you look at Warren Sapp and you look at all these athletes. Mm-hmm. Wasn't there anyone to guide you? I mean, I know where you well, came it's... from. You didn't have anything, so when you had it, you, you went crazy. I just, I don't know. I always. I don't have a lot of sympathy, and I'll tell you, um, mental illness I don't include, but I don't have a lot of sympathy for athletes who go broke. Uh, let me put it this way, because uh, I, I've, I've always I had the same opinion you did at one point in time, and I've kind of changed my mind on it recently, because a lot of these athletes, they come from nothing. They've never had much. They grow up in bad neighborhoods. Their families, uh, sometimes they don't have two-parent families either. There's not, a lot right there's, there. there's not a lot of... Uh, there's not a lot of, of a role Positive model there for them. Yeah. I put a lot of this responsibility, especially early on these teams. When Ben Simmons is ah, 18 years, 19 years old, and he gets drafted, and they want to give him a $20 million contract, or $4 million, $4 million, let's say, or Alfred Payton here for the Magic makes $2.6 million. We'll start there. Along with that contract, the team should be giving some sort of a financial advisor mm-hmm. yeah. that the team has sanctioned, that the team trusts, mm-hmm. because here's the thing. Your Uncle Larry... Or your cousin Mo, they shouldn't be the ones managing <laughs> your money. Cousin Mo, okay, I know, and Cur- <laughs> Curly's really the one to watch. But no, definitely, I, those guys, the the hanger honors, are the ones that really run these guys into problems. Heck, even Tim Duncan, he's a Hall of Famer, got defrauded out of millions of dollars yeah. by his financial advisor. There are a lot of people out there that are just looking to take mm-hmm. advantage of these professional athletes, and sometimes you don't have enough money saved up to save yourself after you're defrauded like that. And, and a lot of it part, is just yeah. mismanaged money. The saddest part is it's family that are the ones that are normally Absolutely. the first ones to start taking those jabs in. Well, didn't uh, LeBron buy his mom a Hummer? Yeah, but Le- Le- LeBron also has a lifetime billion-dollar deal well, with Nike. Now. But I mean, I'm that's now. But then. if it wasn't right, if it things could have happened to him later right. on, let's say LeBron goes yeah. out, tears his ACL, and he's done for the rest of his career. Anton Walker, who played for the Miami Heat, uh, famously just out of money after right after he was done with the league and talked a lot about the fact that i mean people will just continue to borrow money from you you have to learn how to say no yeah. the league has more responsibility in this they do 70 percent 70 percent of athletes yeah yep. sugarman says that yep when we come back kevin said show stay tuned Yes, sir. We're back. How are you doing? I'm doing great because the Kevin Sutton Show is brought to you by USA Immigration Services, handling all of your immigration needs, family, individual, and business. Go to USAImmigrationServe.com or call 407-894-6333. And you can leave us a voice message on our website without even dialing a phone number. Just head to KevinSuttonShow.com on the right side of the screen. Click on the speak pipe button. Keep it clean because we will play it on the air. Ask any questions or just give us a comment. But whatever you do, head to KevinSunShow.com. Oh, yeah. Hey, you know if that show, Blue Blood, is still on? With Tom Selleck? Yeah, with Donnie Wahlberg. Uh, I just noticed Tom Selleck's mustache. I think Tom Selleck is the the hierarchy of that show, I'm just going to say. I think he's at about 
the Wahlberger over there. I think I, he's the, the main person on the show, right? Talk no, no, no Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah, Donnie Wahlberg is the main. Is that show still that on? Show. I believe it is. Blue Bloods. I we think just it's a staple of it. You don't get to say Friday Blue Blood. Night. You get to say Blue Blue. Blue Bloods. <laughs> no, we just started that's watching not it. it so blue Blood. We're catching up. Oh uh, no, I, I don't watch it. I always tell Kevin, I'm like, hey, you want to know some Blue Blood? What? Some Blue Blood. Blue Blood. Yes, it is still running. Okay. The Reagan family is still very much in office there. Yeah. Is that their last names? Yes. Frank um, Reagan is uh, Tom Selleck's, yeah, Grand Tom Selleck's character. So, um, but we were talking about the women's uh, basketball, basketball mm-hmm. women's basketball in general. But uh, I was saying, when Nick was saying, like, it's really hard when you think about it, how great of a coach she was, um, that she could have did so much. And then, like, then you're saying, oh, well, they don't get paid as much, especially when they go overseas. Uh, they can the get players, they, yeah. The players go overseas. They can get paid a lot more. We've met a couple of uh, professional Men basketball players. Uh, what was it? Illumide. Was Went it? overseas. So, yeah, yeah, he, he played briefly. He played for the, for the Orlando, Orlando Magic. Magic. We met him at the Cadillac dealership. He's like, yeah, just uh, signed signed up hey, for the Orlando Magic. Actually, I honestly went overseas. A lot of players. It's, well, he went. He owes people money, so he had to go overseas. <laughs> people were like, you need to pay your bill. Uh, I'll be out. Because he because he went broke. Yeah. But uh, but you know what? I'll take it a step further. Leo Messi plays overseas. He doesn't play in our totally overseas. Different. Yeah, he I is know. overseas. So, that's, that's like comparing Orlando Magic against Orlando City Soccer. Come Leo, on, Me- Leo Messi <laughs> is not aware that he is overseas. He didn't start <laughs> he here. He was never <laughs> overseas. But what I'm saying is, in Europe and all these other countries, China, they pay more anyway. Oh, compared to like at the women's level, right. yes. The men's level of basketball, no. The men make more money here. Yeah, here's the the we. Well, we, you we only go there you, when you, you can't make it here. Right. Yeah, you know? you'll go play in Greece or you'll go play in China. Yeah, football. Kind of like the football. CFL. Football's the same thing. <laughs> but when you think about it, like for the women, what do you get to do afterwards? What happens if your you basketball get to be career a, doesn't What is it, Cheryl Miller? And that's where I'm saying, but when you have a brother like Reggie Miller, that falls in a little bit easier. I mean, she's a great player. Well, she's also but, a coach. She's a coach at a university. But how does that fall in, your brother being Reggie Miller? Well, l- listen, saying. professional sports is not always the answer, and that's also the thing about Pat Summit. Every girl that came through her program that finished her eligibility, so played three or four years for her, finished her eligibility, graduated. Education like was a big part of what Pat Summit did at the University of Tennessee. Those girls all graduated. They all had an education to set them up for a future. Didn't just use them. Well, I, like I, think, I think there was also a reality check. You know, it's it's such a small industry. With yeah. The kind of girls they're it's bringing the 1% out. It's the 1% of the 1% of the 1% percent. that get to even play worse, professionally. Even worse trying to get a spot on a, well, the, than a, a professional. Look how aggressive it, uh, it is for, for NBA. Yeah. You know, so it's even a smaller pool when yeah. it comes to women's basketball. It's not much. I mean, we're, we're getting rid of teams so left and right I actually for commend her for preparing these women to actually have successful careers outside of basketball. You got it. North Carolina used to get in a bunch of trouble for that, not getting their football players, uh, their education. They had that program. academic scandal. That yeah, academic they had scandal classes, was horrible. Yeah. There's one guy. He's a he's a toll booth. <laughs> he worked at the toll booth. Uh, I can't remember his name. He's one of the the tight North ends. Carolina, yeah. Yeah, and and it's all about that education. You know, that you have to get on these guys about school first, then the programs. You know, when you do that, that truly helps. Because LeBron doesn't have life. his college degree. No, he was right, after, right high after high school. But I remember Shaquille O'Neal actually went back and got his college yeah. degree. And he didn't have to. This guy was going to be successful, make money, and be a businessman. But I think it says a you lot. You never know. That's but he wasn't thing. going to be. Because remember when he, when he first got his first uh, his, uh, signing deal, he, signing bonus, he, he got a million dollars. A million dollars in three hours. A million in three hours. And I'm telling you, at, at, at our uh, you know Orlando Garage you know with Chris Lancaster, 
where uh, they do custom audio stuff for your cars. Shaq gets all of his cars done there. and He's a big uh, boy. He spends a lot of money. I'm not talking about like two or three dollars on some speakers. The guy's doing customization to these cars, he and then he gets rid. But he gets rid of them. Five, he gets rid of them left guys. and right. But if he didn't have someone grab him that year and say, "Hey, Shaq, look, we need to get you in some stuff. We need to optimize your finances." But people he were owns seeing gold him. Bond. Yeah. <laughs> he owns Mr. Big. <laughs> I mean, people I saw see how. that. Remember you know, when he you does his little somebody? shake? You should do that, Phil. That little shake, shake, we shake. We have uh, <laughs> David Sugarman, uh, sports agent to uh, some top players in the, the NBA. And, a and entertainers. And sports and entertainment. Interesting enough, and you guys will laugh at this, but he represents Bobby Brown. And as much as you want to say is he's a loser, Bobby Brown from New Edition, Whitney Houston's ex-husband, he's not broke. Mm. You yeah. know, so no, say what you want to say. He's his financial advisor. So, but when you when you talk to him, you know he's talking about going to not just going to colleges, talking to these guys like, hey, what happens if you don't make it? Which is sometimes hard to swallow when you're trying to pursue your your dreams. I mean, when you look at videos of you know Steph Curry when he was a little kid in his dad's commercial, like I want to be a basketball player <laughs> yeah. like you, dad. Like when you look at those things, or LeBron James with his little basketball watch on <laughs> when he's in like the fourth grade. Like, he had no clue where he was going to be at. But it takes somebody, once you get there, to, to sit down and talk to these guys. And David Sugarman says he doesn't just go to college and talk. He goes to the elementary schools and starts talking to these kids about financial security, but at the same time, financial stability. And, and letting these guys know that you have to be... You got to uh, be realistic. Understood. You got to be realistic. Yeah, that's what, the thing. What happens if basketball or skateboarding doesn't work out for you? What happens Well, if, yeah, that, that makes me think about Kevin Ware. Oh, do you remember him, Nick? Remember when he uh, snapped oh, his I, leg? Oh, no, I oh, remember. I, so like, the, the fact you even mentioned that name, oh, uh, my stomach hurt. turned. In like, the NCAA uh, tournament, the, yeah. Carolina, uh, the Cardinals or something like he that. Played he played for Louisville. Play. Louisville, yeah. yeah so, yeah, you know, that was a horrible game. His career. I, they I said, wouldn't they say he was trying yeah, to come back? Yeah, but, I mean, you you don't recover from that to be your peak. I would be scared so, to I jump. Mean, so he'd be. I wouldn't jump anymore. Was he ever drafted? Was he ever drafted? Because this was a couple years ago. I tried to stay up on Kevin where he eventually uh, transferred away from Louisville, finished his career elsewhere at a smaller school. I want to say it like Manhattan or something like that, but I yeah. cannot remember. Uh, I'll check in on it. But, but he's not in the NBA. Is that he is not, not in the not NBA. In the I, know he's, I know he's done some tryouts. And that yeah. game that he but played he, yeah. before he got hurt, he, he, he was, was on fire. Yeah, so you see, you see what I'm saying? That so was an Easter. It was an Easter Sunday game when we yeah, were, wa Sunday, we were watching, we it live. watching it live. Yeah, he finished his career at Georgia State. That's where he finished it. They had that run in the NCAA tournament. Was that last year or this year? No, two years, last year. Two years ago. Last yeah. Year. Yeah. Last. Yeah. Tw uh, 2014. He's still there right now, actually. He had another year of uh, eligibility left. So he still plays at, Geor at, at Georgia State, from what I understand. Wow. But, you know, like. You but I mean, in a moment. That was it. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't nothing crazy that he did. He just went up for a regular he jump, came down, and it just didn't well, happen right. I mean, look at Steph Curry. It was a little wet on no. the court. It could have been serious. It could have oh, ruined yeah. his career. Yeah. We, we talked about that here on the show. Yep. He was really blessed because it could have just destroyed it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you never know. You never know. I mean, I was picking up a gallon of milk once at the store, and I fractured my tailbone. I know. Can, no, I get some, I can I get some play-by-play -play of that? What happened? I didn't, <laughs> how did you? I didn't fall. How did you break your butt grabbing it? You fell the milk. That was Faith. a really heavy fridge door. Faith, no, listen, Faith was three years old. She was in the shopping cart. I opened the milk section. I reached in, and for some reason, I turned and grabbed at that moment 
I fractured my tailbone. I didn't even fall. The, the, the chiropractor said it was just a bad... Was her body a, was just aligned differently when she went to go. Just in a vulnerable Man, position, it's huh? a bad position. That's probably that you would never duplicate ever again in life. That's incredible. Was it Publix? No. It was, <laughs> it was Walmart. Oh. But it's not Walmart's. She didn't slip. I no. didn't fall. It's Walmart's fault. <laughs> that gallon of milk but, had two extra ounces. But I'm serious, guys. I went to grab a gallon of milk, and it was all over. It was the most painful thing. I've never broken a bone, so that was the oh closest thing I had. And it but took that's a delicate situation when you look at sports careers and what these guys are doing, especially football or even boxing. When you're going at it so hard and you're doing it so aggressively and little small things can happen to your average person at the blink of an eye, you have to think about your career. Like, I remember I was talking to Jeremy Lin, and he was like, he loves skateboarding. And he was like, but, you know, now I can't because contracts. Well, look what happened to Zac Efron. He was out six months because he was skateboarding, busted his jaw and had to have it metally... Oh, really, really, Shut, really. Just yeah. for playing around. And then he couldn't make mediocre movies for six months. <laughs> oh. isn't, isn't there like Ouch. a clause in some players' contracts yeah. for the stuff they do, do outside? Yeah, the, uh, the Kellen Winslow Jr. clause or whatever. He was in that. He was yeah. in that. Uh, was it Jr.? He was in the, the motorcycle accident. Yeah. Yeah. And there are, guys, there are guys who hurt themselves playing pickup basketball during the summer, and then they limp around with it. Until so they can go back to the team, so that they so they and, and try to pass it they're on like, as ah, other injuries. Coach, I think like you know you were on camera, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You sure that wasn't there? <laughs> trying to remember which NBA player it was. Someone broke their hand or something like that playing in a on pickup, a pickup game. game. Yeah. yeah. And they literally Still tried the to hold that over. Or yeah. Sh- or oh, yeah. shooting fireworks. Your, your yeah. Jason Pierre-Paul. <laughs> Jason Pierre-Paul. No, I'm sorry, that's just off. funny. Uh, you know, that's uh, not funny. You got to be smart though. You got to be smart. I'm not doing nothing. I got millions for for playing the sport that I love. I'm not doing no extracurricular activities. I'm not going to ski. You think you're unstoppable? I'm though. not going on a ski trip. That is a great point. I'm not going down the slopes. <laughs> These I'm guys not, feel like they're, you're on they're top of the invincible. World. I'm not telling the the private jet plane, hey, I need 20 more Louis Vuitton bags in my plane. Hey, do it I ain't going nowhere. Oh, I ain't going out here without 20 of them. The one, and they say oh, the plane's too heavy. Oh, yeah. I'm not doing that. Hey, Time Warp Tuesday when we come back. Hey, man. Ask Ali about it. Yes, sir. We're back. My with the ladies' point of view, Dr. Phil, Just Nick, and myself, Kevin Sutton Show. You can hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, all on the username Kevin Sutton Show. The Kevin Sutton Show is brought to you by David Moss Volkswagen on Lee Road, where they sell both new and used cars. Come check us out this Saturday from 10 to 2, as we'll be on the ones and twos. Well, Kevin will. Over at David Moss Volkswagen Lee Road, Orlando North, giving out prizes and great deals. And Nick will be freestyling while Kevin is DJing. Nope. <laughs> but a lot of people always ask us. Hey, how do I support the show? It's real simple. All you have to do is like, listen, and share. Like our post on social media. Obviously, listen to the show and definitely share the podcast. The best thing you can do is tell a friend, tell your family, tell your mama, tell everybody, especially Tim Tebow. Who did a good deed. But mm. God didn't make it. Listen you to heard Kevin's about all the show. golfers that are talking about uh, withdrawing for the Zika virus? For the 2016 Olympics? For the PGA? What do you... Uh, I don't know about yeah, that. It just you guys up. are right in the middle of a story. I'm Kevin not even worried about that. That was like crazy. Center. Withdrawing I'm yourself. I'm talking about Tim Tebow, and this one's talking That's about cool. that. Exact, exactly Kevin's why... just totally Exactly why I was not worried about the story, because you said Tim Tebow. 
Well, go ahead. On a positive note, Tim Tebow was in a. He was on a plane flying from I think Atlanta to get closer to Jesus. Atlanta to Phoenix. <laughs> he was in first class. He heard a lot of commotion going on. There was an elderly gentleman who was having a heart attack in the coach oh. section. He left first class, went back to the coach section. Um, people were already working on the gentleman, so it wasn't like they needed him. People were doing compression. Somebody was trying to do an IV line, but um, Tim prayed with him and his family. And, um, now I take it back. And then the gentleman... Yeah, um, it was going to happen to you. Did, <laughs> you were the gentleman did bad. pass away, um, but, uh, but you know, Tim, Tim prayed with him in his final moments before he Gave left the Gave the man some comfort. I hope so. You really hope so, though. That's sad. So I hope it was genuine. I think it was. We know that Tim Tebow has his Tim Tebow moments, but, you know, a life is a life. There, there are those moments, I tell you, like when... Uh, when he was mean to us. Yeah, when yeah. he was mean to me. Oh, but has Nick heard that story? I think he has. Um, we tell him so there many, a, there was but a he's missed a lot, I too. always tell stories. No, there was a time with the guy at Best Buy when he got shot. Uh, and, he, I mean, when somebody thinks they're dying, uh, there is a whole different scenario. Like, it seems like time stops, and it's going really slow, and you're, like, waiting for help. And, I mean, to be up in the airplane, that is completely a whole other situation. You know, where you know that, you know, where is help truly going to come from? So I could definitely see uh, that could be a bad situation. And then when I had the wakeboarder, we were out uh, yes. wake training for a competition. broke in half. Actually oh. broke his leg completely in half, shattered <laughs> it in the middle, and I was holding The bone was sticking out of the leg of the Held skin. together by the skin of his shin. I'm holding his leg together in the middle of the lake. Blood's going everywhere, and I'm like, alligators are coming. We need to get out of the water, no, no, but no, no, his no. leg, if I'd have took him out of the water, there was no way to keep it all together. And, uh, you know, I'm Without just standing there in a the pool of blood, and he's hollering so loud, and he's thinking he's going to bleed to death. And then I, it seemed like, you know, people from all over the lake came out and was, like, calling 911. And that he seemed like it took forever. He screamed so loud that I have, I, you felt his fear. That is the worst yeah. feeling. I actually thought something, somebody died. Like, mm. I was so scared, I ran outside. Potential wakeboard career completely gone. Yep. Um, so That's yeah, how things happen. Horrifying stories. Is it Time Warp Tuesday or what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can we go, uh, go on a We got to tell here? Nick the, uh, the Michael Maybe Jordan. Maybe I'm like I Tim mean, Tebow. The Magic Johnson story. I'm always with dealing with someone's life on my hands. Mm. But it is Time Warp oh. Tuesday. That's right. Time Warp Tuesday. We'll be taking a quick look back in time in sports and entertainment history. You guys ready to jump in a time machine? Let's do it. All right, let's head back to 2009. Brazil wins the FIFA Confederations Cup final, defeating the USA 3-2 in South Africa. Let's head back to 1997. You guys know the fight. Holyfield, Tyson. He bit the ear off. It was today in 1997. Also, let's head back to 1988. Mike Tyson also sues to break his contract with manager Bill Caton. All right, let's head to uh, 1975. Golfer Lee Trevino is struck by lightning. Mm -hmm. Mm. Mm, that's crazy. 1973, there's a lawsuit in Detroit, Michigan that challenges the no girls rule in Little League Baseball. Yep. Mm. All right. I had a girl on my team. In Why do you got to hate girls? I don't know, man. In uh, 1961, the Philadelphia Phillies and San Francisco Giants set the then longest record for five hours and 11 minutes game. And it was a what? tie. I'm sorry. What did you say? It was a five-hour and 11-minute game. Game. Yeah. Okay, I thought he said something else. The Yankees mm. and Red Sox beat that every year now. Yeah, yeah right, right, right. 
All right, not in sports news, but uh, in the year 2000 this day, you guys remember Elian Gonzalez? Yes, yes. yes. From Cuba. He was returned back to his father on today's day. In 1953, the first Chevy Corvette was rolled off the lot. Mm. All right, let's head to birthdays. You guys mm-hmm. know Rob Deerdeck, skateboarder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys want to take a guess how old he is today? Uh, Myra, how old is no, Rob Deerdeck? Kevin, Kevin knows okay, more. Kevin. 20, 20, uh, 28. Okay. Nick? 30. Myra? 32. Rob Deerdeck is 42. Oh, out of the club. Yep, and we have John Elway. I wanted NFL. to give him older, but I... Hall of Famer. Good. Yeah. Nick probably knows already. So, uh, Kevin? I didn't hear the question. John Elway? John Elway. Mm, 50... 50, 50, 50, 54? Okay, Myra. What did Nick say? Nick didn't say Nick anything. Didn't say anything he probably knows. Yeah, he got to Nick. I know how, old, go John, to Nick Glass I know how old John Elway is, so it's going to ruin it. 56? <laughs> there we go. Myra got exactly right. There you go. All right, we have... 54 is like a good... Yeah. We have Elon Musk, entrepreneur, the Tesla, all Tesla, this stuff. Yeah. yeah, Tesla. How old is Elon Musk? Myra? Nick? Nick? Anybody want to go? Elon Musk is... 45. Oh, right on, right on. Yeah. All right, this, one. this one's a little harder. Mel Brooks, this guy is ancient, so how old is Mel Brooks? <laughs> He's still alive, yes. Myra. 72. <laughs> okay. 67. I saw this earlier today. It's oh, around, come on. It's a round number. <laughs> I just can't remember if it's 80 or 90. Whoa, whoa. Jeez. It is one of those. It is one of those. <laughs> I just can't remember which it is. And Mel Brooks is just awesome. I mean, Blazing Saddles is such a great yeah, movie. Mel Brooks uh, was born in 1926. Yeah, he's okay. 90. Wow. All right. Remember. And now, it. you know how I said earlier, Pat Morita, which was uh, Mr. Miyagi today, was mm-hmm. his birthday. Mm-hmm. If he was still alive. All right, let's head, let's head back. Wax off, Karate King. Yep. Wax off. Let's head back to uh, 2004, okay? Okay. Let's, uh, that was like last week. Okay. Yeah, right? Was, the number one song for this week, was it... Burn from Usher? Was it Goodies from Sierra? Or was it Drop It Like It's Hot from Snoop Dogg? Drop It Like It's Hot by yeah, Snoop Dogg. I'm going with that. I'm going to follow their lead. Drop no. It Like That was a great song. It was actually Burn from Usher. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Really? Yep. Usher disappoints me again. All right. The number, <laughs> one, number one movie uh, this week in 2004 was it Spider Man 2, iRobot, or Fahrenheit 9 11? What year? Mm. 2004. Oh, I'm going with uh. iRobot. Okay. I'll Give me some Will Smith. I'm in on iRobot. It's a great movie. Let's go Fahrenheit. Myra's right. Surprisingly, it was Fahrenheit 9-11. Yeah, it was right after 2001. Yeah, Come on, no, guys. But... You had time to make the movie. You mourned, and then you made Is the that movie. Is a Michael Moore movie? Yep, yep, yep. yep. Yeah. And if you just to, 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 to ride memory for 2004, well, where, the was, NBA, where was iRobot at? In two that? weeks after that. Okay. Um, the uh, NBA champions were the Detroit uh, Pistons. They beat the Lakers. The yes. World Series champions were the Boston Red Sox. Oh. And the Patriots won Super Bowl 38. They so did. that... Time Warp Tuesday, guys. Check it out. KevinSuttonShow.com. Oh, man. I don't even like you right now. You love me. Why don't me. you That's like why. him, man? I don't, I don't know. He just knows I know I like stuff. Nick. Me and Nick like some of the same movies, some of the same TV shows. iRobot is an awesome movie. Thank Nick you. and I, we see eye to eye in sports. What's your bond with him? He drinks the Kool-Aid. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't drink, he the doesn't Kool-Aid. drink your he Kool-Aid. He has not said one rhyme yet. Not yet. Not no, yet. That's it'll not come, guys. All right. No, it's I'm, not. Today is June twenty eighth, two thousand sixteen. Keep on tracking it, cause it's not gonna change. I'm telling you, by this time next year, he will have done at least one rhyme. <laughs> My <laughs> buddy Dan Dan on Twitter wants me to uh, let you guys know. Uh, Time Warp Tuesday today. Eighteen years ago, the Undertaker choke slams Mick Foley. Oh, oh 
yeah, that was ridiculous. You remember that? Thanks, Dan. I really appreciate that. How do you? How do you? Uh, he he gave kudos. You're hurt. You're hurt, though. But don't worry. Wrestling Wednesday tomorrow. Wrestling Wednesday. Oh, my Jimmy goodness. Hart. A mouth of the South. Mouth of the South. Man, it was fun today, even though there was a lot of sad news. What the heck is Hell in a Cell? He did it in Hell. What is Hell in a Cell? It's a, uh, the oh, ring is surrounded by a 25-foot cell, and they climb on top on Ticket 3 Like off. prison. Yeah. It's like prison. Like a cell, you know, like a jail cell. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nick actually moonlights on Power 95.3. You... I do not. <laughs> I do not, but they do a good He's actually open. He's Obi and Wilson. You do the coochie call? He does the coochie call. It was actually Obi. <laughs> That's funny. Even you've left him speechless. We're going to end on that. I'm going to send that to Obi. That's awesome. Obi's a heck of a softball player. We played a little game together. Oh, yeah? Celebrity the softball Chris game. Duffy Did celebrity golf tournament. he play in his him. boots? I don't think he takes his hump boots off. No, he stays in the long time. Hey, this is the Kevin Sun Show. You heard it right there from the crew. Just Nick, Meyer, the latest point hey. of view. Dr. Phil. Good. Keep it real. Stay love. Respect each other. Boom, baby.